Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about competitive research, namely competitive research for the type of products, software products I like to build, which I would consider to be product-led, low-touch software products. And when I say that, what I mean is software that is pretty well automated in that when you, when you have a problem that you need solving and you find the software that I have in mind, you can sign up, you can start using it, you can get the full experience without ever really needing to talk to a person or do anything that isn't self-service. The entire experience from start to finish should be completely self-service. That's typically what's meant when people say low touch and low touch products really pave a way for you to be able to grow them using product-led growth as opposed to sales-led growth. So there's a lot of advantages there. In particular, if you're like me and you wanna run a bootstrapped software company with basically the least amount of resources that you may need and essentially maximum capability to reach scale. So maximum scalability as well too. If that sounds like your profile, then low touch, a low touch software product and a product led growth approach essentially is probably the way that you want to go. I'm going to talk more about being product led in future episodes, but for this episode, what I want to focus on again is competitive research. So the reason why I mentioned the first part is because if that's the type of software product you're either building, A, building, or B, want to build, then competitive research is significantly more straightforward. Allow me to explain. So with the product-led approach, because, because they're trying to enable the similar type of experience I just described, where everything's self-service, there's free trials or punching your credit card and go or whatever, you, as their competitor, can do the same. You can experience everything by signing up for a free trial, paying fracks to the product, whatever. This is what I'm actually actively doing on my YouTube channel um, under my brand Next Step. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but on that channel for the products I'm building, I'm now publishing videos of myself breaking down and reviewing competitive products to the ones that I want to build. How I found out about them is because I had a problem worth solving. I did my research, I found them, and then while I've been building mine before, during, or after, when I've been building mine, I've been finding out about these. As I've been finding out about them, I've been reviewing them. And I've been incorporating those lessons learned into what we're doing with our software. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode as well. So number one, if that's the type of software product that you want to build, then doing this is considerably easier than, I'm just going to explain the alternative for a minute, taking a sales-led approach. Like let's say you're a sales force, for example, and you want to know more about some of the heavier duty, more complex products out there from a CRM perspective. Well, many of those products are not going to be taking a product-led approach, meaning that it isn't going to be easy necessarily to get in and start using that software. So evaluating it from a competitor perspective requires you to jump through significantly more hoops. You might not even really be able to get into better understanding what the experience of that software is like until you hear it second or third hand from prospective customers who are interested in what it is that your software does. So that's a major advantage of ours. When I, again, when I say ours, it's people that want to build these low touch software products, which I'd highly recommend, especially if you're getting started with this world. Now, having said that, because it's an advantage, if you want to build one of these products and you can do it so easily, you can learn quite a bit. So I want to talk about what you can learn and the beginning of how to do that, right? And again, if you want more examples about how to do this, check out my YouTube channel. In particular, some of the software, the videos that I posted more recently, the long form videos that I posted more recently, they go into detail in terms of 
what my process looks like and how I'm evaluating competitive software if you want to see some examples. But there's two key areas. Number one, I'm sure you have a vision for your software. Now that you have a vision for your software, like I've said many times that we want to sell before we build. So if you're properly doing that, they're doing this research. And if you're doing this research, that probably includes something like trying to drum up activity or sell or generate leads via ads. You might be creating an ad campaign on Google or something like that. That might be sending traffic to a landing page. As part of doing this, you're tracking a keyword. If you track that keyword, are you finding competitive products? More than likely you should be. It's an entirely different problem if you're not finding any competitive products, especially in this space. Now, I have spent decades essentially refining my skills of being able to go quickly from problem worth solving to solution worth building. So in some instances, in these industries and these products that I'm building, I've been first, or from what I can tell, I've been very early in the process. So <clears throat> while there may not have been a laundry list of competitors right away, they eventually pop up. And that is just a pattern that I'm used to. However, in each instance, there was always someone there, someone there working on something, or even if I couldn't find it right away, it came out shortly thereafter. So they got there approximately the same time that I did. Although I will say one of the differences is that they're probably working on these products full-time versus I'm doing it part-time, um, which is another component that I'll mention in a moment as well. But first and foremost, um, if you want to build one of these software products, you can experience the workflow that they've created and what that looks like when compared with your vision. As in their product, if they're out there and they're able to be used at the moment, what does the realization of your vision look like in their eyes, right? Have they taken it down a path similar to the one you wanted to take or have they done something completely different? Either way, something to be learned here, and this might inspire you to do what you were visualizing somehow differently, but differently as in better especially if it appears that they're getting traction, positive reviews, etc. Now, that's number one. But number two, we're not just in the business of copying anything. That's not what I mean here either. I'm looking for examples and inspiration, right? Like, what does their realization of the vision look like there? What have they done that seems to be working well? That is data. That's evidence that your vision holds water and that if you can create a similar type experience, or ideally better in this case, that's the real objective, then you should be able to have even greater success than they're having, and that's really the, the objective. Now, that's number one. Number two is there are sometimes, I would say, even way more examples of what not to do if you're evaluating the competition. So that's another reason why we do it, is number one, we can get a better understanding for what the realization of your vision looks like in their eyes, in terms of what it is they've built, because obviously up to this point, you would expect to not have been sharing information or working on this together. You kind of came to this independently. So it's interesting to see how different people bring solutions to market to try to tackle the same problem. But the second and most important I think here is, what are they doing that you do not want to replicate? What are they doing that you think is problematic? Is their workflow cumbersome, buggy, not creating the kind of results that you were hoping for, right? Does that present any problems for you or does it give you inspiration about how you can improve upon that, solve those, or make sure that those problems don't make their way into your product? So there is so much to be learned from here. It's crazy in terms of doing competitive research. And if you wanna build a low touch product led software product, then you've got a unique advantage when compared with the sales led group, essentially of folks who are trying to build products like that. So I highly encourage you to take advantage of it. 
and it's something that you should do earlier on, but it's also something that you want to going to keep your eye on as your company grows from here because there's just so much value that you can gather from doing this work. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.